Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Oh, that's right. Dan's on vacation, guys. You're stuck with just me this week in another exciting episode that's just Keith Ruckus. That's it. How you doing? My babies, my Patreons, my listeners, all of you. I hope you're having a good week. Uh, Let's start off with the elephant in the room that is not me. Uh, Last week's episode had a lot of technical issues. Not only did me and Dan record for half an hour and then have to redo it annoyingly uh the processing of the mp3 file did not go through usually i upload the episode it says processing i hit make public and then it will magically uh fix itself and it wasn't until uh our intrepid supporter hippie hater reached out and said my fuck my dude where's my fucking episode uh much nicer much more eloquent than me but that's that's what i would have said <laughs> that that's the lines i would have read between so uh last episode was really late and i'm sorry about that this one's a little late this one's dropping on thursday too that's uh because we gotta wean ourselves back to being on time and of course sweet baby dan is on vacation he's in atlantic city he's gonna be uh you know rolling the dice uh playing some craps hitting the slot machines and hopefully come back a millionaire or so we can hope um but let's get, hop into this episode. Uh, hey, Dan, what do you think the number one movie in America is? Oh, he's not here, so we'll do housekeeping instead. No new reviews, no new emails. Uh, Patreon Patron Marcus reached back out. I can't believe he did. After that many fuck-ups last week, I would have pulled my Patreon uh, away. Uh, I don't deserve those five euros. He said, um, thanks for the big shout-out. He says he feels embarrassed because uh, his uh, patronizing of us came off as a mistake but marcus that you're not the one who should be embarrassed i should be the one who's embarrassed because uh i can't take contextual uh clues he says he uh loves the movies loves cycling doesn't think he can talk about it for five minutes but if you change your mind marcus that's fine uh you go ahead and hit us up uh we're not on any charts but that's okay the number one movie in america is minions the rise of Gru. and boy do i wish i had like eight tickets for this movie that i could just give to random people that tweet something but you know maybe we'll throw that in the back burner and talk about that a little bit later uh more importantly let's get into some movie news my dudes hello hey hey keith how you doing hey mason hey ladies and Uh, gentlemen former host of five by five with the movies mason uh i'm in the middle of recording my dude Oh, that, that's cool. I just got some new updates for you. Oh, all right. Well, what's the update? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um big update. Big, yeah. big update. Yeah. Um, I saw my cousin Vinny in theaters. You saw your cousin at the theater? No, 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 no. My cousin Vinny. My uh, cousin Vinny. Like the, the movie? movie. Okay. The movie. All right. You know, well, starring Home Alone's Joe Pesci. I wouldn't call him Home Alone. I'd call him Goodfellas or Casino's Joe Pesci. Uh, but he was also in Home Alone, so he's Home Alone's Joe Pesci. But he wasn't one of the main characters. He was he was an antagonist. I disagree. He was definitely a main character. <sighs> I do miss being adversarial. How are you? How's life? I mean, I was going to be fine, but now I'm like actually legitimately angry. Now like, you're no, actually he is, hot? 
he is actually he's absolutely a main character in that movie like yes he's not the top billed guy but like no we don't care about daniel stern it's joe pesci and then macaulay culkin i wonder how how the credits are i wonder if he's second billed or not i'm gonna look into this and report back i mean i know retrospectively i feel like i mean he's gotta be he's gotta be well anyway uh welcome back to the show uh did you know i'm sponsored by nascar now nascar yeah like the nascar the nascar like ricky bobby style nascar isn't that fucking bizarre that's i mean i mean i'm i I mean nascar definitely loves a jewish movie host so that makes sense (laughs) yeah nothing about the show is nascari but um you know uh, i'll take what i can get i'll take all the free stuff anyway uh you don't know this yet but i'm gonna take you to a NASCAR race in September. I've been talking about on the show. I just wait, keep saying, wait, 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 what? Yeah. I keep saying, Oh, I'm going to take Mason to a NASCAR race, but I haven't actually told you yet. That's, that's hold on. Wait, wait, like, like, is this like for real? Like, like, you, like is this actually, actually happening? Are you actually we're going this? to watch people turn left for multiple hours. Yes. Are you <laughs> wait, uh, like, 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 like no shit. Like this is, you're actually going to take me to a NASCAR thing. I am going to take you to a NASCAR thing. Stop Dude, asking me if it's real. That's that's amazing. Oh, my God. We're not even in the main pro, uh, promo of the show yet. We're just talking about NASCAR. I know, but I'm just excited. Like, I, that's amazing. You're well, like... you need more exciting fucking things in your uh, in your life then. <laughs> oh, man, that's so awesome. Well, thank yeah, you, NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Easy money. Um, all right. Uh, but mainly, mostly what I, what I really want to hear from you about is, does my cousin Vinny hold up? Like, what's your review 20... Let's say uh, 30 years after the movie's been released, 40 years even, uh, does it hold up? I think it absolutely holds up. It's really funny. Uh, so I've seen it, the last time I feel like I've seen it all the way through, I don't even know. I've seen it on cable intermittently uh-huh. for many years. Sure. So this is the first time like beginning to end. Um, I really enjoyed it. I also, in the back of my mind, kept thinking um, I have a road trip planned. That uh-huh. goes through Alabama in a couple of weeks. Oh, you're fucked, dude. And then just every time it's like, oh man, they're they're gonna get me. They're like, gonna I'm my the cousin person... Vinny you. Luckily, I don't like tuna, so I don't have to worry about like stealing a tuna can. But I sure. just like I got a face that an Alabama cop just really wants to arrest. So Um I'm not sure I agree with that in the current political climate. I think there are other faces that Alabama cops are more likely to arrest. I mean, that's fair. Uh I re- my favorite memory of my cousin Vinny is like you when I was a kid and just like flipping through cable channels. It was on one day and I'm real young. And uh, I think it was my first introduction to like aggressive sarcasm. Uh, and it's the scene where Vinny is like, uh, I wore this ridiculous thing for you. And then Herman Munster is like, I don't like your attitude and I'm holding you in contempt. And under his breath, when he goes, there's a fucking surprise. And I just remember <laughs> when I was a kid laughing, like that kind of laugh where you can't stop yourself by myself. I'm like, okay, it just clicked with me. This is what sarcasm is. This is aggressive sarcasm. And this is what I want. I want to be aggressive and meandering for the rest of my fucking life. Okay, good. So we figured out the root cause of all of this. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Home Alone's. <laughs> And Home Alone Home 2s. You know, I'm going to refer to him as Home Alone 2's Joe Pesci. That might be more um, accurate than Is he anything more else. more in 2 than in 1? I mean, 2 doesn't get made if he's not there. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I really thought about uh, when, when watching Home Alone? Is that impersonating an officer is a way bigger felony than, than robbery. 
So I wonder if when they go away, does Joe Pesci, if they even figure it out or not, does he get a worse sentence than Daniel Stern for impersonating a cop? Is it like way worse? I mean, oh yeah, I, I, oh impersonating I, I a cop is real. That's up there. But like grand larceny in Chicago, like those are like some those are like rich people neighborhoods. Like right. they are like getting in trouble. Sure, but I mean like. How much is the shit they're taking actually worth? Like, how many people have expensive candelabras? And who is their fence for, like, all these ca- candelabras they're fucking stealing? But remember, this was, like, 91. So inflation and the sure. economy and, um, you know, um, 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 money. Like, like, if someone broke into my house and took my things, I have to imagine it's someone who, like, is going to take, like, my tools to, like, uh, uh, a pawn shop to make a quick buck like there's nothing worth it like is there a candelabra district in austin that i can go downtown and start like why does everyone have so much metal shit in the 90s okay yeah but look that's your house like imagine (laughs) if they they took something from westlake yeah but like what and i've been in these houses like what could they possibly take like their tv like yes (laughs) i guess that's it yeah fucking bandits like to me that the uh the destruction of property is worse than the stealing shit Oh, yeah, no, like, he did some severe damage to that house. Like, it ended up being a total wash in the long run. Uh, 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 Oh, wash, uh, I like that. That's good. uh, I like that. Yeah. Well, uh, and you watch it at the Paramount, which is, like, a historic theater in Austin, if for all the listeners. Yes, which is is part of their uh, summer classic film series. Here's a plug. Please. So they do... They do, like, old movies, like, there. So they did My Cousin Vinny. They have a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, They're going to be soon doing a whole like alfred hitchcock kind of series so oh. a lot of those a lot of those movies that people like like to see and they can see them on the big screen sure it was really it's really fun because it's you know it's a cold old classic theater but it still is like a huge you know projector so you can still see all these amazing movies and so for a lot of people it's seeing it for the very first time which i thought was really cool uh, i have a lot of patreon i have more patreon subscribers in europe than i do america right now so, like, when I think of the Paramount, I'm like, oh, look at this beautiful old historic building, whereas, like, everybody in Europe's home is older than the fucking Paramount. Yeah, like, the Paramount's, <laughs> like, 110, 107 years old, something along yeah, like that. There. there is a human Which being is... living that has lived longer than the Paramount somewhere. Right. Europe considered that, like, high-tech, new, and modern. <laughs> um, like they've got, they've got yeah. a world history that goes back tens of thousands of years. Yeah. We're like, this is 40 years old. It's ancient. Do you know if uh, they just announced the Kevin Smith uh, Clerks 3 tour? Do you know if that's coming to the Paramount or not? Because every time I've seen a, like a Kevin Smith premiere, it's been at the Paramount. I don't know um, if they have. Have they announced any Austin dates? I Every time I try to load the website, it crashes because it was announced yesterday. Oh, because of nerds? Because of fucking nerds. You're goddamn right. Uh, but I've seen him three times bring movies to the Paramount, which is funny because the the seats are very tiny, and I'm a very big man, and he is also not as big as he was. But one time when I was seeing him there, he was a big man. I'm like, I know he's not sitting in the fucking audience. I remember, like, I saw him come to Austin. He went to Bass Concert Hall, mm-hmm. and like you could tell, he just like wanted to actually tell stories, but no one in the audience like gave a shit. They were just like, it was a Q and A, and they were all like. Do a thing on my friend's voicemail, and you can just tell he's like, guys. Oh, like, that's I the worst. Just, I was in the news because I was too fat to fly, and I just did a movie with Bruce Willis that was like 
you know, Top meant out, a lot yeah. to me. And it was a horrible experience. It's like, I really want to talk about this. You guys really want to just spend the whole time with me? Just like, okay, fine. Bring your phone. I'll do a voicemail thing. Say I just snoochie boochies. Say it. <laughs> and just the whole time I'm just sitting there cringing. It's like, guys, like, I want to hear him tell the story. This sounds exciting. He's like, no, all right, let's just do this. Right. He's great on stage and he's a great storyteller, but people treat like a bit. I'll never forget. I was in the audience and um, someone was asking questions about clerks too. And about the ass to mouth story. And and he was like a young teenager. And Kevin looks up and goes, you know, you tell me what you think ass to mouth means. And I started snickering. And then the kid said something that I thought was wrong. And I, at that point, as a grown man, did not understand what ass to mouth meant. Uh, and that that shocked me to my core. And that's my favorite Kevin Smith story. That a child asking Kevin Smith taught you what ass to mouth like, is? Like an 11-year-old kid being like, I'm this ass to mouth. And he's like, what do you think it is? And I think it's this. And the kid was right and I was wrong. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Go ahead. What? The children really are the future. They really are. This kid was more sexually advanced than I will ever be in my entire life. Um, well, you know, the internet, that's what happens there. Yeah. Also, a lot yeah. of my cousin Vinny relies on a very specific time and a specific place. And I, I had this thought of like, Please. there's a lot of these old, there's these older movies that you like go back and watch and you start to realize like, none of this could really happen anymore because of the internet. Mm-hmm. This movie could still take place because Alabama's a shithole. <laughs> yeah. It has not changed since 1992 when my cousin Vinny came out. Yeah, like you, you've, you've driven through like these small towns, like ghost town stuff. Like mm-hmm. the most advanced piece of technology they have is a calculator. Like all of this can still absolutely take place. Like you could absolutely convince the judge that you're somebody else, and they'd have to call somebody because they don't know how to send an email. A hundred like, fucking percent. There's a my cousin Vinny fact that I'm gonna throw out there because if I don't say it, someone will tweet at me the fact, and that's that if you are going for a law degree in America, more than likely in your classroom they will play for you my cousin Vinny, uh because it's one of the best courtroom like procedural like it's it's dead on with the exception of when the judge says when when a joe pesci asks for like a mistrial or a dismissal the judge goes that's very well thought out well stated that's very true denied that that is right there cause for a mistrial oh i got so mad i got so mad when that happened i was I got heated. I was like, I forgot. It's Good. Like, like the whole the whole time you're like watching it and you're like, obviously like the judge is the antagonist of the movie yep. and the prosecutor is the mm-hmm. antagonist, but like they're also just kind of like doing their job. Like they're not <laughs> malicious. They're just kind of like assholes. But then that moment happens. You're like, oh no, fuck you, judge. And then just immediately just get so angry. Yeah. It's like, no, no. N- now you're the bad guy. Now I'm rooting against you as opposed to like you're like the straight man dealing with you know the Gambinis. Like no, come on. Like, no, no, you suck. And I, I cannot look at him and not think of Herman Mustard. M- mustard. Herman Mustard. Yep. <laughs> Herman Munster. I just want to look at Dorn, Dorn, Dorn. Yeah, it was, it's very, like, I just, like, I knew, I knew him from something, but, like, I also, I'm considerably younger than you are, so I never watched the Munsters. <laughs> you don't need the considerably, asshole. <laughs> you don't have to say considerably. What are you, 24, 25? Uh, you know, on a bad day. In that range, sure. Uh, they're making us like a, a reboot of the monsters. Uh, right? you, you don't, you don't have to tell me on my movie podcast. I'm just, you know, just, yeah, if you heard, you seen this, you heard about this. Have, have, you, seen this? have you heard about this? Uh, yeah. This? Rob zombie. It looks, um, bad. It definitely Who's looks it for? Bad. Uh, for Rob is hundred percent for Rob zombie to play with life-size living action figures of, of the monsters. 
So who is Rob Zombie's audience? Uh, have you ever seen The Devil's Rejects or House of a Thousand Corpses? Yeah, but those came out in like the early 2000s, right? right? So not that audience. <laughs> not his normal <laughs> audience. I don't know. Because, I don't even know what the tone of this thing's going to be. Because he hasn't made music. So if you're like a mu- fan of his music, you're late 30s, early 40s. Dragula. Yeah, my Durango. <laughs> yeah, my Durango. That's right. That's how that song goes. My Durango. That's uh, that's never gonna stop. I know that because it was a wrestling thing in the 2000s. That's the only it? reason I know. Who, that's the only reason I know who Rob Zombie is is because he did Edge's theme music when he went uh-huh. solo. Can I can I segue real quick? Sure. I uh, bought off eBay the Ricky Starks action figure. Yeah, uh, it's coming eBay. in today. Yeah, because that was the quickest way to get it. That's fair. I paid a little more. The ship. It's, it's quick shipping. It's gonna be here because I'm going to the beach tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna have I'm gonna pose this action figure on the beach, eating hot dogs, doing doing whatever. And in a weird way, I got the conversation with the seller, who was like a super fucking wrestling fan, because I was because I did the make offer, and then he accepted okay. the offer, and then he's like, "Oh, you're really gonna love this. Everyone's trying to get it to me for way cheap. Thanks for like offering what it's worth." I'm like, "That's ah, okay. I know the guy. I'm gonna use this to fuck with him. I'm probably gonna wrap it around my dick." Uh, <laughs> The guy's like, boy, what I'd like to see his reaction to that. And I said, follow my Twitter, because that's where it's going. <laughs> uh, I thought that was my, funny. Hmm. My favorite is just with like the two medium pizzas when you're telling me about this. That's going to be Oh, yeah. So It's going right on two medium Domino's pizzas, 100%. Which, at Surfside Beach in Texas, is one of the only places that delivers is Domino's. So that's going to that's gonna work out great. Here's another <laughs> going to be your... Huh? Go ahead. That's going to be your food. That is going to be. That's right. For the whole four days. Because that's, that's look, all you got. Two medium Domino's pizzas are like the everlasting gobstopper of a meal. It is just going to last you for the rest of your fucking life. No matter how many people, uh, how many you days. Just, you're never going to run out of pizza. That's the beauty of it. It's pizza. Two mediums that'll feed you forever. Uh, I'm glad that he's uh, big time enough to not listen to this show. Uh, all right. Moving on. Uh <laughs> You like the minions. I fucking hate the minions, but you like them. I do. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you're here because I'm giving away 10 free tickets. What? What? 10 free tickets to go see the minions, the rise of Gru, the new one. You're going to give away eight tickets because I'm taking two. Of them. I, that was my next question. Do you want two free tickets through Fandango? Yeah, I'll take this. Okay. We saw it. We saw it opening night. We're going to see it again. See it again. Is it good? It's good. Fuck you. It's not good. It's minions. Give me minions a give me a no spoiler review of Minions Rise of Gru. It's good. It, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It is. It's good. The it's higher good. the pitch your voice gets, the more I know you're fucking lying. <laughs> no, it's it's really good. The so you have have you seen any of the Despicable Me movies? Not a single one. Not a single one. They made a billion dollars, <laughs> but zero from me. I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's right, because I saw it like five times. So I saw it for you and your spot. Oh, great! I love it. They are just like fun, like family friendly, good movies. This one is a lot more. So, like, you have your three Despicable Me's, Minions, and now Minions 2. Okay. Minions is like a real, like, prequel, like the origin story of the Minions. Whereas Minions 2 is a lot more of like once they met Gru. Oh. And I think because they got Steve Carell, now it's like much more focused on Gru, but mm. the Minions are still around. Got it. So. If you're so like for me, I liked the minions because I liked the three of them. They're not as like they're much more in like that Joe Pesci Home Alone style, where like they're definitely they're still not top the lead. build. 
but they're not the lead. I would say like <laughs> Gru is more of the lead. Got it. Okay. But they're still good. And like the, the best way I've seen it described is like they do well internationally because it's all physical slapstick humor. Like you can find, if you think the three stooges are funny, you'll think the minions are funny. It's the same basic idea. You just like watch them do this wacky thing. And like, it's all physical gotcha. comedy. You don't need words. So it's like, okay, you can like sit and watch it. Okay. I did not have a dude doing the gentle minions thing in the screening I went to, but I feel like he I don't even to. know what it, it is. Weird. I just liked the the sign. What is gentle minions? So it's this TikTok trend where basically so this fact made me very angry. Um, <laughs> the first this fact uh, made me very angry. The first Despicable Me movie came out in 2010, mm-hmm. which means the series is 12 years old. Okay. Which means it's now old enough for people to have nostalgia for. Sure. Which in my mind, I'm like, no, this movie's just a couple years old. It's like, right. no, if you were like eight when the first movie came out, you grew up with all of these. Oh, like you're 20, 20 now. You would do like a normal wacky thing. So the whole premise is just basically like, no, no, no. We are sophisticated adults. We understand that even <laughs> though it's a child's movie, it is actually highly hilarious and highly <laughs> high like it's the whole ba- bit of it is that like we as a mature species know that kids movies are actually quite actually <laughs> the mature and so it's like just a bunch of teenagers like wearing suits and just like kind of like well like full minions please because i like i don't like you know that meme where it's like you a savage me an intellectual like yeah. it's like that basic idea got it okay well good for them Anyway, all right, so here's what we're going to do. You're getting two tickets off the top. I'm going to pick yeah. four other winners to wear a pair of tickets. Uh, Mason, for no reason, what is your Twitter handle? At Mason underscore Sheer. Spell, spell it. Uh, M-A-S-O-N. Underscore. U-N-D-E-R-S-C-O-R-E. No, don't spell it <laughs> underscore. Uh, uh, spell the last name. S-C-H-E-E-R. Okay, it's also going to be in the, the description of the episode that you're listening to right now. Whoever, the first four people to insult Mason on his Twitter. Uh, wait, wait, what? You can wait, call what? him a dingbat. You can call him a douche nozzle, whatever. Wait, hold on. The hold first on, four, tag me at Keith Ruckus and then at Mason underscore Shear. The first four, I'll send you a pair of free tickets for the Rise of Gru, uh, courtesy of Fandango. Well, I, I was on board for a little bit. <laughs> I know. Like now it's re- everyone's gonna be like, "Why are people being mean to Mason on Twitter?" <laughs> Although, I mean, at any given point, I feel like someone's just going to be mean to me for some right. reason. So that makes sense. But I'll tell you something. Like when I offer these people, that our listeners are so contrarian that I could see them like be like giving you like a really nice compliment. Because I'll be like, who do you want to slap in Hollywood? Like, oh, I want to slap them. I think everyone's great. Uh, no matter what I say, the audience does the opposite. Also, uh, I never uploaded last week's episode uh, because it was still processing. I'm not blaming Fireside. I'm kind of blaming Fireside. And only one listener told me. And usually if I forget an episode, it's like 100 people will like at me. Uh, But now I'm like, oh, either everyone's on vacation or really no one gives a shit about this fucking show. I mean. (laughs) It could be A or B. Yeah, anyway. I mean, we could we could blame you know Fourth of July weekend, but yeah, but really, just no one gives a shit. Hey, did you when you were a kid? Did you do sports? Um, like youth no. sports? Not not a single one. No, my brother did a lot of sports. Your brother though. did? Did you have to like yeah. go to his games and shit? I did. I did a couple of those. Okay, so let me tell you about Sports Engine real quick, Mason. 
Youth, okay. youth sports are way more fun when everyone makes it to the right place at the right time. That's the Absolutely. magic. 100%. That's the magic of the free Sports Engine app. Now, teams only need one app to share game and practice schedules, chat with teammates, RSVP to games, and so much more. You can download Sports Engine today from your phone's app store. Sports Engine is the official app of all youth sports. It's completely free. Free? That's amazing. I'd be stupid not to have this. I don't have kids, but one day I'll have kids. Uh, because you don't I'm... have to have kids to go to a kid's game. That's fine. Uh, oh, Just do that. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not going to go down that path. But I'm saying I, at some point I'm going to make a mistake with someone. And, uh, you know, because of certain political practices in, in the country right now, I'm definitely going to have to have that kid. And that kid will probably do youth sports because I won't want him to. Jesus. I'll want him to join marching band. I know. Uh, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'll be. Saying, you're calling me out. Uh, and then we'll have to do youth sports. And now I can use sports engines so I don't forget to go pick the kid up from his stupid fucking game. That's perfect. No more sad boys <laughs> crying in the rain for you. That's right. That was me after marching man practice every time. I'm like, oh, where's dad? Like, That's right. Dad left years ago. That's weird. Um, da, 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 da. So anyway, everyone go. If you got kids or if you regularly attend um, children's sports games, even though you don't have kids, uh, God bless, I guess. Uh, but download Sports Engine. I also don't know how you become the official app of all youth sports, but... They did it. It's like a, like an elf when they make the world's best cup of coffee. Sounds like they probably won a youth sport competition because they had the edge of knowing when it was taking place. Or the edge of being adult developers. <laughs> they went That's in. right. Kids, kids make terrible apps. <laughs> I was thinking more they went and won every youth sport because they were adults. So they get, they get to be the, uh, the officials, you know. The official sponsor of youth sports because where are the kids gonna do they're little yeah that's right i how, can beat up a kid how many six-year-olds do you think you could fight before you go down is it one at a time or do they come in a pile they come in waves of 10 waves of 10 i could do Ooh, wave of 10 that's a big wave yeah. i think i could do two but then the third one will overtake me okay now Let's say waves of three, but they all have ice picks. Like, okay, how how intense of an ice pick? Like, is it like like a, a, a child's ice pick, no, or like they have a like a bar style six inch ice pick? You know, I could probably knock out a couple of like groups of three because like they're tiny. I could still like knock it out right, of their hands. Squirrely. Yeah, I can just like bat you're it quick. out of their hands. You work out and shit. I feel like I'm I'm getting stabbed a lot the first couple waves because I don't learn. <laughs> I just do i know hmm. do i know when they're coming to attack that oh their yeah a hundred percent so there's no like huh i wonder what's going on over there ow, no ow, there's ow. no like opening your car door and one jumps out you are on a level field let's say that's been properly mowed and there's like lines and like it not until one wave is defeated can the next lined up wave come attack you so this is just on pay-per-view. I'm just at the corner, just like waiting. I've got like my yeah. entrance music playing. I'm getting all amped. And then like I wait for the bell. And then the first group of kids come in. And I start throwing haymakers. I would like that because then I know two guys that are on pay-per-view. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many waves of, of six-year-olds in groups of three with ice picks do you think you could realistically take? I think because they have ice picks yeah. and a group of three, uh-huh. I feel like I could probably do... 
four waves. Oh, that's a lot of waves. I like it. It's now, a lo- okay. How how long in between waves? Um, as soon as the last kids down, the next wave is released, and you are not allowed to use the ice picks. Okay, but can I like hold off the last one? get my break and then i beat the last one to like stop your hands on his wave. head and he's swinging the yeah. ice pick <laughs> like like he's like not defeated yet but i'm not gonna get it too so he's the third one i just keep bapping him back yeah. so I can, like you can you can get a breather a hundred yeah i think you do that i think you just it's all about like spacing out sure. your adversaries sure or like if you know if you could just pin his arms behind his back and you're just uh just holding holding on because he's not knocked out yet because they have to be knocked out that's the whole thing or, okay, yeah, or worse yet, you know, maybe they're just never getting back up, but, you know. I can just do a running knee to a six-year-old, because I don't have to go very high, because they're not very tall, so I just basically just do, like, a like a mid-knee up instead of, like, a real high knee. Sure. I like that one. Just Krav Maga on some kids. <laughs> Krav Maga. I feel like Krav Maga is all about just kicking the kids in the in the testicles, though. Is that is Krav Maga? Krav Maga. I know they make the joke uh, everywhere, but I really think Krav Maga is a lot of groin hits. I think that's, like... They know that's the soft bits, so that's what you go for. That you target the weakness. That's what yeah, you need to you 100%. focus on. I think it's all nuts and throats. Yep. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. The MacGyver you, school. That will now be the title of today's episode is Nuts and Throats. <laughs> <laughs> Took half an hour. We got there. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for interrupting. Uh, I unfortunately no longer Are you have, doing something? Uh, I was doing the podcast, but now I don't have any time to do any news. Uh, but that actually worked out in my favor because Dan's gone this week. Dan's on vacation. <laughs> so wait, Dan went on vacation, then you're going on vacation after Dan? Yeah, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. So it's like a president and vice president thing where you got to like basically like right. you got to like wait. So you can't you got to stagger. Look, I don't like it when there's nobody in my house because of how many Legos I have. I'm convinced someone's going to break in and take all my Legos. So you do have something of value that when the wet bandits come in, oh, they're fuck. going to take. Oh, fuck. That's right. That's true. I feel like you could sell these Legos for a lot of money. Because you can sell them by the pound on eBay. Are Legos more valuable if they're in the box still sealed? Yes. Or they've been... Okay, I was going to say, if they're, like, completed and, like, set. And, like, here's, like, the completed, like, whatever thing it is. More money if they're in the box. Now, I do have a stack of sealed ones in the box. But uh, with the size of my collection... And the rarity of the Star Wars Legos I have, the full sets will sell anyway. And the value rises a little bit higher than the value of gold for the investment. So it's your money and you need it now. <laughs> it's not an annuity payment. Uh, <laughs> 877 cash now. Uh, no, but I, one time I added it up and I could like pay off my car with these stupid fucking pieces of plastic. <laughs> I mean, that's what a lot of people thought in the 90s with Beanie Babies, too. So, That's a really good point. But I'll say that Legos have already outlived Beanie Babies. Uh, I, I have a friend off topic. I have a friend at work who like does like um, garage sales and flea markets and is like an eBay, eBay reseller. And he's got a huge garage full of shit. And he told me he has three huge bins filled with Beanie Babies. And I said, you are never going to fucking sell those. He goes, you don't understand. One of these is worth like $1,000. It's so rare. And I said, you're a fucking liar. That's what I said right in his face. And then we had to go to HR. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would not back down. I said, you're a fucking liar. And you're lying to my face. Because there's no way that a single Beanie Baby in 2022, anyone is paying $1,000 for. There was a Beanie Baby documentary on I HBO watched Max. it. Oh, I watched it. It is fascinating. About like that group of ladies. Yeah, how it's yeah, just like that these, one. 
these three ladies just basically created this Beanie Baby craze. And so it was like their fault. We had to drive an hour and a half to get like this one specific Beanie Baby on a farm. And Ty wasn't even nice to them either. <laughs> he treated them like <laughs> leches. Stop using our name in your shit. Ty would still be hawking them on the street corner if it wasn't for these ladies. Did Disney get their inspiration from Ty? Uh, I don't know. I think Disney got their uh, inspiration from their uh, need for money and anti-Semitic views. So Ty got it from Disney. Ty, got, like, Ty oh. got anti-Semitic from Disney. He's introducing this Jewish beanie baby. It's 90% nose. <laughs> <There> you, <go>. you can make the joke. I won't make That's the joke. That's true. I'm used to making these jokes because Dan's Jewish and we can sit here and make two jokes. You just go back and forth. That's right. We've been watching New Girl, which we've, you know, I've seen before, Crystal hasn't seen before, right. and just the amount of Jew jokes in there is like... It is a movie. lot of Jew jokes in New Girl. And like, this this show came out in like 2016, it's like, was that okay? I thought we like, this feels like an early 2000s, and then we were like, oh, we should stop doing that. No, it's because all the writers are Jewish. <laughs> and like me, they're just used to it all day, every day. But I'm also like, dude, I just, I don't know this many Jew jokes. That's not a thing that I was aware of that you could just like just keep cranking them out like that. I heard a stereotype about Jews I'd never heard the other day, and um, uh, talking about something with it. We're, we're, basically, there's like an interfaith um, thing happening in my professional life, and someone was like, "How do we get the Jews to come out?" And someone else said, "Oh, just offer karaoke. Jews love the Jews love karaoke." And I like I'm like and I'm looking at them, and this is not, you know, nobody in the room knows that I'm Jewish at this point, and I'm just like. What the fuck does it mean the Jews love karaoke? I've my entire life I've never heard this. And for the record, I fucking hate karaoke. Yeah, that's not the um, you know, when you pull up the dictionary of stereotypes, that's not the one that comes up. It's just where where did it come from? Because it's like it's wrong, but it's not evil. It's like saying, Man, Italians love Slurpees. Like if you put out some Slurpees, the Italians are gonna come running. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, give me the Slurpee. <laughs> it's about marinara. <laughs> about that flavor, the Slurpee. I uh, guarantee, I know it's a phone call. I know we're both doing the hand thing. Oh, <laughs> I was, I was 100% doing the hand thing. <laughs> I even moved my mic to the side so I could more prolifically do the hand thing, even though there's nobody else in the room. There's- no one in the room. This is not a video call. You just you just can't do that without doing the hand thing. Motherfucker. Listener, listener try it at home. Try doing the the, the Italian accent. Like no, you, your shoulders shrug a little bit. Your, yeah. your shoulders shrug a little bit. Your hand goes up. You have to do it. Motherfucker, I was doing that. Oh, <laughs> that's like my mustache got a little bigger out of nowhere. A little thicker, a little fuller. You just wanted to stomp on some turtles. <laughs> I, that took me a whole half a second. Uh, I was like, what? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anyway. Should, should, should have ended on the stronger joke, but that's yeah, okay. That's all right. Thanks, uh, thanks for calling in and interrupting. I unfortunately no longer have time to do any news. Uh, but that's all right. This, this is better. We're glad we caught up. Remember, yes. at some point, we're going to go to NASCAR. You got two tickets to. to that's amazing. That's awesome. coming in. Uh, and uh, if you ever have kids, um, which you know is more and more likely as the uh, Supreme Court uh, changes laws, uh, make sure that you download a uh, sports engine. I am gonna do that. That makes sense. <laughs> to me. That makes sense. Just you know, just I know you, you don't have kids yet, but just pre prepare 
for when you have kids and they grow a little bit in their sports, just have the app ready. Because otherwise, you're yeah. going to have to be downloading all those updates. No, just put the app on like the last page of the phone. You'll come to it when you get to it. Sure, 100%. <laughs> right there next to Wayfair, because I'm never going to afford any of that stupid fucking furniture. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm ready. I've got it ready to go. It's like when the day comes in, scroll, 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 send. <laughs> all right. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Damn, it's good to hear from Mason again. And I get to add him to a show page again. That's something that I haven't done in a long time. I deleted him from all the uh, the past ones because I got pissed off about something. I don't remember. I'll have to go back, back and add him to Not that anyone uses our fucking website. It's fine. Uh, but that was cool. It's um weird to have a week without Dan. So I thought it would be very fun to go ahead and give him a call. Hey, Dan. Hey. Hey, uh, get, what's the number one movie in America? Uh, crap. Um, is it, uh, oh, I was not prepared. I know. Um, is it, we don't believe in fucking, it is, we don't believe in fucking vacations. I'm getting that weird, like, spitting tone, like you used to get in the 90s when you put a phone near a microphone, and I like it. It's real nostalgic. How's vacation? You having a good time? Uh, it's been weird, but yeah, having fun with the family. Yeah. I, I'm real high energy and you're real low energy, so it sounds like I recorded this separately from our conversation and I can't <laughs> link up the audio. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh... Yeah, having fun on the East Coast. Are we, are we doing Dan News? Oh, could you not hear the sound effect when I make it? Nope. Oh, that's funny. That's really fucking funny because I was playing the thing. All right, here now try to listen to this. Uh oh, it's time for Dan news. You know it now. Did you at least prepare some stories? Hey, uh, yeah, I was looking up. Just kidding. I don't give a fuck. In fact, it's time to end the show, and of course, we're gonna lighten the mood before we go. It's time to lighten the mood before we go. Actor Christian Bale recently reflected on when he was mocked for his realistic version of the caped crusader in Christopher Nolan's Batman films. In an interview with Washington Post, he said, I would tell people we're going to do is sort of do the Batman, but we're going to take him seriously. I had tons of people laugh at me and just say, well, that's not going to work at all. So it's wonderful to be part of a trilogy that proved those people wrong. I'm not certain if it kickstarted the MCU, uh, but it definitely helped it along the way. Uh, now, I had sent a message to Christian Bale said, you had absolutely nothing to do with the success of the MCU. And uh, as he does every fucking once in a while, he sent us back a message. And here's what good old Christopher uh, had to say to us. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Thank you, Mason, for calling in for being here. And uh, thanks, Dan, for picking up the phone. You can shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. Fuck! I'm bad at this radio thing, y'all. Or if you just want to email and complain, hey, Keith, can you stop stuttering? Or can you do some actual fucking news? That's fine, too. Drop us a line. Find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5x5 of the movies. Please don't forget to tweet at Mason any sort of insult at Mason underscore sheer. Uh, let them have it, everyone. Just let them fucking have it. 
And of course, thank you, Dan Benjamin and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the Movies. Roll credits. Fuck you. 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 Fuck you!